Good morning. Today is Tuesday, November the 21st, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the fourth quarter of 2023. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called God's Mission, My Mission. Today we continue to study lesson number eight, and the reading for today is called Refugees and Immigrants. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for the blessings you give us every day. And this morning, as we're about to study this Bible study guide, we ask you to send us your Holy Spirit. We need him. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. The topic of immigrants and refugees has become a hotly debated subject, especially because there are so many of them today. Whether displaced by war, natural disasters, or for the hope of a better economic future, millions of around, the, around the world have been uprooted from their homes and are in desperate need of help. In Matthew chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, Jesus was a refugee. His earthly parents, Joseph and Mary, were forced to flee Bethlehem by night and seek refuge in Egypt to escape the murderous hand of Herod. The Bible says nothing about their experience in Egypt, but it's not hard to imagine that it had its challenges, perhaps some of the same challenges that refugees face today as well. In fact, somewhat parallel to how Jesus' family sought asylum in a foreign land, many Muslims, Buddhists, Hindus, Christians, and non-religious persons are seeking asylum in new lands today as well. Generally speaking, it is easier to make friends with individuals from our own culture and language group because we share many things in common. It is more challenging, however, to find common ground with immigrants and refugees who look different from us, who do not speak our language, who do not share the same religious values, and do not eat similar food. The gospel calls us to get out of our ethnic national, and cultural comfort zones, and to reach out to those in need, regardless of how different from us they may be. Now we have a question in our reading. Read Deuteronomy 10.19, Psalm 146.9, Romans 12.13, and Leviticus 23.22. And here's a question. What's the important theme here for us to remember? Deuteronomy 10, 19 first. Love the sojourner, therefore, for you were sojourners in the land of Egypt. Now Psalm 146, 9. The Lord watches over the sojourners. He upholds the widow and the fatherless, but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. Romans 12, 13. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. And finally, Leviticus 23.22. And when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap your field right up to its edge, nor shall you gather the gleaning after your harvest. You shall leave them for the poor and for the sojourner. I am the Lord your God. And so the big theme for us uh, in these verses for us to remember is that we have to be kind, loving, welcoming to the sojourner. Who is the sojourner? The sojourner is the immigrant. It's the refugee. It's the person who's from another place who looks different than us, than you, than me, and is coming to this place. And so that makes a big difference. And how are we supposed to treat 
the refugee? How are we supposed to treat the immigrant? We're supposed to treat them kind. We're supposed to treat them loving. We're supposed to take care of them. In another verse in the Bible, it tells us that the immigrant should be treated just the same way that the native born is treated. In other words, the same way that we would treat our neighbor who believes the same way we do and is of the same country that we are. And so we are supposed to treat the immigrants basically like ourselves. It's that second great commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love the immigrant as yourself. Love the refugee as yourself. And so we shouldn't allow politics or the current way of thinking to get in our way and not allow us to follow what God wants us to do. How can we minister to immigrants and refugees? It is difficult because in some countries, it may not be politically correct to mingle with or help these people. Yet, we must do what we can, when we can, to minister to these people who surely have been through some very difficult times and are in need of our help. So, to whatever degree we can, we must help. Begin with prayer then seek information on immigrants and refugees. Many places have organizations that care for them. You can begin working with one of those local organizations and maybe your local church Sabbath school could start a ministry for immigrants or refugees. And now we're at the end of the reading for today. And we end with a question, and here's the question. Even if it's only a small amount, what can you do to help any immigrants or refugees you know about? And so, um, you know, one of the things that we can do to help the immigrants or the refugees is we can donate money to organizations who help refugees and immigrants. Now, it's much better if we're able to help. It's better for us to spend time in helping than in just giving money. But if we're not in a situation where we might be able to help uh, donating to some organizations that minister to immigrant groups, to refugees, would be, I think, a good idea. Uh, so, for instance, I live in Grand Rapids, Minnesota. There's really no immigrants and refugees here. I've been here for only a couple of years, but uh, there's very, very, very few people that come from other countries here. The, the, the most people that are different from the rest of the community are the uh, indigenous people the Native Americans that live in the reservations that aren't too far away from us. But refugees and immigrants, people coming from other countries, from other places, uh, I really haven't seen anywhere I live. So it would be very difficult for me to reach out to immigrants and refugees where I live. I would have to go down to the cities, to Minneapolis and St. Paul. Now, there's a lot of refugees and immigrants there, and I would be able to do that, but that's three hours and a half away, and it's not an easy thing to do on a regular basis. So, what can I do? Well, look up organizations, and we can, you know, you can do a, a search, a Google search, and find some organizations that help. There's an organization that I, um, I think it's called Reach the World Next Door. That organization is run by a Seventh-day Adventist pastor, uh, and he, I believe he's based in Houston, Texas. And they have a lot of uh, material in different languages, so you can choose what language group you belong to, and then you can get some material in that language group. 
and they do a lot of training on how to reach people who are living next door but are really from other parts of the world and so we're reaching the world and that's why they have this name we're reaching the world that has moved next door to us and so it is really a blessing to have refugees and immigrants come to this country and live next door to us a lot of these people live in countries where it's illegal for the bible to be preached to them and so they come over here and we have a great opportunity and they have an opportunity to learn about the bible and learn about jesus but they need people who are loving them, who are kind to them, and who care about them. Because nobody wants to hear something from somebody who doesn't really care about them. And so our love for them has to be very strong. And if we don't have it, we need to pray and ask God, God, give me love for the refugees. Give me love for the immigrants. And so there might be other things that you can do. And I encourage you to think about this because it's a good thing for us to be able to help the world that has moved in next door to us. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we ask you to help us to reach the world next door. Help us to reach the immigrants. Help us to reach the refugees who have moved next door to us. Maybe not immediately next door, but uh, as in my case, just three and a half hours away, there are some refugees and immigrants who, who have moved in. And Lord, help us to do something because these are your children. They are, they are your creation that you created and you want to save them. And you love them as much as you love the rest of us. And so help us, Lord. We ask you to please be with us the rest of this day. Take care of us, protect us from any harm, and keep us close to you. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you once again for being with us this morning. I encourage you, join us again tomorrow morning. We will continue to study this Bible study guide. It's called God's Mission, My Mission. So thank you, and God bless you.